Sports and Grill. This is the Off the Walls podcast, Columbus Rapids, brought to you by National Audiovisual Services. And I'm your host, Richard Holdridge, the play-by-play announcer for your Columbus Rapids. And as always, the general manager of your Columbus Rapids with me, Warren Fundavestasian. Warren, two games for the men and the women have happened since the last time we did a show. We're here to break down those games. And uh, I got to tell you that the, the women's team, we're going to start with the women's team. Mm. They're on fire. On fire. Yeah. On fire. Um, yeah, great. Um, past two games, won three of the four. It's always, it's always difficult to win at home. And Carly Banks has managed to beat Memphis, who were undefeated until um, Carly stepped up with the ladies this weekend. So, fantastic result. It was a great win against Memphis at the Lander Center. It was the first time in Rapids history that they defeated the Memphis Americans on the road. Stop. I did not yes, know that. it was the first time. Yeah, it's not one of our trivia questions. Don't worry. That's a I, good one, though. They're the defending NISL champions. I break down the Memphis Americans because I look at this is the team to beat, and mm-hmm. we finally beat them. For sure. You look at Memphis Americans and their firepower. Ashlyn Jones, their leading goal scorer from last year, hasn't even played a game. Angel Haley, their NISL goalkeeper of the year. And I didn't see Kelsey Keon in the game. And you still have Lauren Odino drawn. You still have Kristen Sparks. You just have firepower and uh, Tanya Creon. And, but Memphis, they're a great team. And it seemed like from start to finish, you jump out to that 3 nothing lead. You have to hold on. Memphis scores those two goals to make yeah. it. Uh, well, now Memphis scores the goal to make it 4-2. to two. And then Callie O'Connor puts it away. 5-2. to two. Unbelievable. Olivia Taylor. First game as a rapid, scores two goals. Carly Banks, one goal, two assists. Mm-hmm. It, it's incredible what the Columbus Rapids are doing on the women's side. Yeah, it's it's been great from the start to see the progression um, and then now just the stability to take what's been started, um, how we've grown, and then Carly just executing pretty much the perfect game plan. They're, Obviously, their game plan was to drop off, and um, that confrontational line was obviously a little bit further back, and they decided to um, stick it out. And, and that's, they were committed. It was, it was unbelievable to see the commitment from the ladies support each other um, and stick to the game plan perfectly. Um, clearly, it worked. They were, like you said, 3-0 three, three up, and they did come back with two goals, and that's hard. When a team comes back with two goals and they're one goal away from tying it, um, and they still continued to stick to the game plan, which is difficult. Sometimes you want to change it up, but, but they stuck to it and um, persevered, and not just persevered, they dominated. It was, it was 5-2. That's a, that's a great result. Carly Smoltz did have an assist on that first goal, but it came with a price. Uh, she went down with an injury. Do we know the severity of her injury? Yeah, she's probably out uh, from from now for about 10 to 12 weeks. So we should see her back hopefully before playoffs. Um, looks like she's, she tore two ligaments, um, and hopefully that, that'll be it. We'll know more within the next week. Uh, the swelling was just um, – it just hit her immediately. So, uh, yeah, she was down and out as soon as it happened. Uh, but we, we're praying that she'll be back and – 
in a few weeks and join us for the playoffs. Two great results since the last time we had this show. The last time we were at the Columbus Civic Center, defeated the Tampa Bay Strikers. And, uh, you know, they they started out 2-0, and and the Rapids got a little bit of payback beating the Strikers, and now they're 2-2. Two and two. So you, you look at Tampa Bay and where they are at and where the Rapids are at, I mean, a good win. And then they move on to Orlando this weekend to take on the Central Florida Crusaders. Yeah, it's it's tough traveling on the road in this league. Um, I, I haven't looked at the stats, but most of the teams, when they've been playing at home, get the results. Uh, it just shows you the quality of the league and the quality of the teams in this league that they they get the results at home. And it's difficult to travel. Um, it's very, very hard. So um, for us to get wins away from home is absolutely valuable. If we, if we ever go to an away team and we can get three of the six points, that's... That's an absolute must, and that's a goal for ours. So we'll be traveling again this weekend to Orlando after traveling um, out to Memphis. So uh, both teams had training today. We'll train again on Thursday, then we'll leave Friday nice and early at 10 a.m. All right, and you also got to factor in, you know, the, let's talk about the men's team. Uh, they did not get the result they wanted against Memphis. Uh, they lose to Memphis again, 8-3. Mm. to three. And it was one of those games where Memphis was just able to respond. I mean, Memphis was a desperate team. They were 2-2. Two and two. You know, They lost to Central Florida in overtime. And then Fayetteville. Fayetteville came back and beat Memphis. And I know we were talking on last week's show that Fayetteville, the defending NISL champions for the men, brought some of their key players back from that championship team. And and that was enough to get the victory over Memphis. Yeah, the teams have definitely made some adjustments. Um, talking about Fayetteville adding three key players. And again, like I said, on any given day in this league, you look at Fayetteville, who's at the bottom of the log, and you think, well, no, no possible way they can even compete. And um, yeah, that they beat Memphis. So clearly, any given day, any single one of these teams can win. That's just how competitive every single team in the league is. So looking at Fayetteville, adding those numbers, and looking at the strength of Memphis, um, it was, it was going to be a tough game all along. Something with Memphis, um, they finished their chances this weekend. I've never seen a team that took absolutely every single chance and just put it away. Uh, we added a new goalkeeper, and he had, you know, that was just a tough showing to start off. But you look at our opportunities, we missed. Um, it wasn't that... We had less opportunities. I feel stats-wise, we probably had more 1v1s and more goal-scoring opportunities in Memphis in that game. Uh, it was just one of those days where we just couldn't put it back of the, in the back of the net. And those, those days happen. It's exciting to see how the men will respond. Uh, we added some key players as well. Gustavo was added to the team. Caesar, um, very yeah. experienced players from South America that we've added to the mix. It just makes our team even more technical, which is which is what our focus is this year is can we compete um, not just physically but can we compete on the ball and you can see there's no team that takes the ball away from us there's no team that dribbles around us and creates these opportunities these opportunities are coming from our little mistakes and things like that so that's encouraging when you're looking at our guys playing as to how are the games going um, are we dominated or are we in the game and we're in the game 99% of the time 
Well, watching that game, they had their open looks, but Peter Sleeway, mm. he's clearly the best goalkeeper in the NISL coming back yeah. from last season. And the reason why he is so good is he's played goalkeeper at the indoor game for years. Yeah. He is a savvy veteran, just like his counterpart, Corey Adamson. They have a ton of indoor experience, and and really the Memphis Americans are the gold standard. I know they were the runners-up last year, but you yeah. know, Fayetteville had a very stacked team last year. But it's weird. They're not even in the first place. There's right. a team we haven't even faced yet, the Central Florida Crusaders. Yep. They are in first place. They have the leading goal scorer, Raphael Tobias, yeah. which he's got 12 goals. The last two meetings that Central Florida had, they had a shootout against the Tampa Bay Strikers, and this is what indoor soccer was meant to be. It was 12-11. to 11. Right. That's the type of indoor soccer game that we want to see yep. at the Columbus Civic Center. Of course, we want to win, but then their, their other game against the Tampa Bay Strikers, they defeated them 14-3. to 3. Right. I mean, they put up goals, and they put up goals fast and in a hurry and they have the leading goal scorer in the NISL. Yeah, also a very technical team. Uh, a lot of South Americans as well, just like most of our players, um, very, very technical on the ball. So playing in that smaller arena down in Florida um, works towards technical players. So I'm excited to go up against them because it'll be a technical game. Uh, there's no long ball. They can't play a long ball on the smaller field. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a goals fest, and hopefully we can turn our our goal-scoring mishap from this weekend into into a W. The Rapids men and women's team both 3-2 and two on the season. And the next trivia question, if you're watching us on Facebook Live or if you're here at Ivy, you could chime in as well. Uh, Lee, what prize are we giving out for that first trivia question? Uh, that's a good question. I think the guy that has the answer is sitting directly beside you. Oh, yes, Warren. What, yes. What prize? Yeah, we have um, our partner tonight, um, Ivy Park, where we host from. They'll be providing a gift voucher to the mm. um, amazing individual who can answer these incredible questions that you have prepared for us. So All right. Thank well, you to Ivy Park and Ahmet and the wonderful people here. Well, this, this is, this is going to be a tough one. I don't know if Uh-oh. Chris can get this one. Well, we, we've actually tried to get some hard questions to try to stump Chris Dunlap, but we'll, we'll see. All right, so the Rapids men and women's team are three and two. Mm. When was the last time that both the men and the women's team had winning records simultaneously at the same time? I don't have a sound on my soundboard, so I'm just going to do this. Do, do, do. Oh, do, yeah. Do, do, do. All well, right, we'll, so yeah. repeat the question. What was it? All right, the men and women's team are both three and two. When was the last time that both the men and the women's team had a winning record at the same time? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the answer, so I'm hoping okay. somebody does. Is there anybody can answer? Come on. All right, y'all keep going, and I'll, I'll All right. time you again. We'll get back, awesome. to, we'll that get back to that because uh, – Wait, never mind. Uh-oh. Libby Holden got it. Never had a winning record at the exact same time. Is that true? That is absolutely true. It was a trick question. Oh, this yeah. is the first time in NISL history that both the Rapids men and women's team have both have a winning record. Well, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Congratulations, Libby. Also, Tackle 22 Fishing said 2020. Uh, we have news for you. We didn't exist in, in 2020. 2020. We did not so, exist. You know, I oh, mean, that's, that's technically. Technically. Is it? I don't know. Everybody anyway. starts out I'm gonna mute oh, my zero mic and zero <laughs> in the beginning of the uh, the season. But, uh, yeah, great job. There we go. You want a, a voucher to Ivy? That is 
absolutely great. Well, that's a great start. That's that is a very um, yeah. Great we we start. got. I was just I was just speaking to the new women's and men's coach for the Rapids, Carly Banks and uh, Chris Mahaffey, and you know just speaking to them on the way here, we came up with a few because we were talking about stats, and and they provided a few stats here, so. They reminded me that we have the highest game attendance record this year. Okay. Um, I believe last year was at around uh, 1,000 was the highest attendance. This year, our highest attendance was 1,155. 1, okay. Um, first time there's a woman's head coach in the league and Rapids. That's nice. So that's a first, um, woman power. Uh, first time the Rapids have had a player coach. And yeah. um, I, I am a fan of the player coaches. I love it. I, 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 my, one of my favorite underrated movies is uh, Semi Pro with Will okay. Ferrell. <laughs> uh, you know, the Jackie Moon, who's the, the, the coach, the general manager, the owner. Yeah. He sells hot dogs. <laughs> he, you know, he does it all. And so, we, we, you know, Memphis has got Corey Adamson, but we have Carly Banks. We do. So, um, so the first time both teams have had a winning record. Like you said, um, record for most games, one in a row. The women have won three in a row. Yes. And we tied that with last year. The women also had three in a row. So if Carly and the ladies win this weekend, they will set a new record and make that four. So Is that an NISL record if they win four in a row? Oof, I don't think so. I think Memphis may have Memphis done something like that. Sc- I will look that up, screwed it yeah. all up, and that will be a trivia so question for the next time we that's have a That's a great show. question, yeah. Um, you got that means everybody that's watching. You got to know your NISL history, not just call. Rapids. Yeah, um, so it's it's a good start to the season. Um, so we'll be setting some more records, hopefully. So, all right. Well, you're going to be on the road uh, this weekend and going up against Central Florida, but then you back at the Civic Center for the the favorite time of the NISL season when we have our three games in three days, March the tenth. We finally have weekend games at the Columbus Civic Center. Warren, tell us a little bit about some of the promotional deals that you and Amelia have been working on to promote this triple header coming up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Civic Center. Yeah, so the first thing we have is obviously we're promoting Carly Banks and Chris Mahaffey. So we're going to make that a Carly Banks, Chris Mahaffey kind of a weekend. Um, their clubs are going to be coming out. They'll be having parties up in the Skybox, in the Civic Center. Um, really just congratulating them both on the task they've done and then the task at hand. So just making certain that everyone, everyone knows who they are. Um, everyone's aware of what their role is and supporting them um, with this battle going forward and winning this national title for both women and men. So we've got that set up um, next weekend. And then we got a, a great three-game special, which I don't think has ever been done at the Rapids again. It's another little statistical once-in-a-lifetime thing. So what we're doing is for the lower level, we're doing for all three games, it's only $25. So once they get one That's ticket Friday, um, it gets them into the entire weekend. It's like a season pass. Uh, pretty much. It's... Um, 
we got we basically got the third of our season in one weekend. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much I, I've heard about these when you have like uh, softball tournaments. You know, you have a season pass where you get to see every single game, like these high school basketball tournaments. But you got three games in three days, so it's not season tickets, but it's a season pass. So yeah. we'll, we'll call it that. Yeah. So we we are looking for a name. So maybe we'll take that as the name. So we'll have that opportunity for the lower level tickets. And then for the VIP, which is literally sitting right on top of the players' bench um, and right on top of the stadium field, um, that's just forty dollars for all three, four, three games. So that is a deal. Yeah. So we we want to break the record. So we're all into breaking records at the Rapids, and I would love to see a thousand five hundred people out there for each game. Um, it's the first time this season that we are on a weekend outside of our first game. So finally, finally, and, look, and I, <laughs> it's it's not. A, I know that there's other events that happen at the Columbus Civic Center, yeah. not just the River Dragons, but you have concerts, you have rodeos, That's you have amazing, you, you have uh, um, you know a preview to going monster, up to yeah monster the monster trucks. trucks. You have the WWE getting yep. ready for WrestleMania. Yeah, I get it. When the River Dragons are on the road, you would think that the Civic Center is wide open, but it's not. It's I mean, not. they plan these events well in advance. So we're just excited that we finally get a weekend to catch the Columbus Rapids. I've been talking to several people out in the community that they're now hearing about the Columbus Rapids for the first time. It's like they weren't paying attention last year. Last year was the inaugural season. Mm. And I've talked to several people in the community, and they're excited about trying to come out to some games. I mean, because indoor soccer, if you have not been to an indoor soccer game, it's exciting. Yeah. Like, and I know, you know, the scoring is, is a, a lot. I mean, we just saw a 12 to 11 game. I mean, it's just one of those experiences. And, and you also get to experience two games, the men and the women. It kind of reminds me of college when I would see the girls' basketball team to, right. and, and then the boys' basketball the boys, team. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love seeing both the men and the women, and they're right now having a great season. Both are three and two on the year, and we're really looking forward to what is to come. But that is going to bring us to our second trivia question mm. of the night. That's a, that's a uh, I hope good I hope time. that hope you're all listen listening. Everyone's here. What do all right, have? Lee. What do we got? All right. Second question is, you know, so the the men and the women are three and two. But there are five teams in the NISL. Mm. So can somebody tell me exactly what place both the men and the women are currently in right now in the NISL standings? Whoa. Both teams. All right, what we got? Aren't they both in second? Oh. What? Are they both you got it? I think we got a winner. Oh, we do. Yes. Congratulations. They are both in second place. The Columbus Rapids women's team is three and two. They are one game behind the Memphis Americans at four and one. The Tampa Bay Strikers are two and two, mm. and the Central Florida Crusaders are zero oh and three. Now over on the men's side, right now the Central Florida Crusaders are in first place with a three and zero oh record. Undefeated. Memphis and Columbus are tied with a three and two record. So yes, Columbus is in second place, tied with the Memphis Americans. And then you have the Fayetteville Fury that are one and two. Oh, yeah, I forgot Fayetteville hasn't won a game either on the women's side. Mm. And then you have the um, Central Florida Crusaders with an 0-3 record as well. Can we just point out for just, just a second? Just a second. That he sure. just quoted that 
with just staring at the wall over there and not looking at his phone. Well, I was looking at Jack Patterson. Richard's brain when it comes to when it comes to sports. No, it's like it's ridiculous. No, because we have a TV back here, and Jack Patterson was was getting ready to call do the sports. Okay, so he's watching Jack Patterson (laughs) and also quoting the stats of the entire league. Look, you know he he. He covers the rap is at WRBL. You know, he's been a guest on, on my podcast. I mean, he's really, really been promoting the brand. So, you know, big shout out to Jack Patterson. I was just sitting back here with my jaw on the floor. Like, how, how is he? Yeah, even <laughs> if I had it in front this? of me, I don't think I could I, do that. I, I well, I did forget one team. I forgot the Fayetteville Fury on the women's <laughs> side. We'll, but, you we'll know. give it to you. It's okay, yeah. buddy. Don't worry. You know, yeah, there, there are five teams in the in ISL. But talking about the promotion yeah. stuff as well. Um, you mentioned that previously, and you talk about Patterson, who's helped promote us as well. Yes. Um, and just people hearing about the Rapids. You know, we've had a lot of support. You, different from last year, you talk about Eddie with Tackle 22 mm-hmm. and our social media um, outreach, thanks to Eddie and obviously Lee's 2 million followers. And then you looking at all these people that are just doing more just to help us out that didn't know about us last year then we've got ad front media that we've got the billboards now in columbus as well like love the billboards little things like that which is not a little thing like a billboard is seems to be a pretty big thing warren i think the big thing is you know when you're at that that signal light where veterans yes, parkway is love it. and you see that that video screen where they'll play like highlights from the lions the chattahoots the yeah. river dragons when they show highlights from Rapids games. And people are just sitting at that signal light. It seems like forever. That's yeah. like for 10 minutes. And they're, <laughs> and they're watching it, and they're like, oh, indoor soccer's in Columbus. Oh, yeah. I probably got to check that out. Yeah, I love it. So all these little things are adding up, you know. So it's, it's going to take time. Um, we have our brother organization, the Lions, um, that are successful, and they've done it before. And so we're learning yes. from the Lions every single day, and they're – Incredible GM Lee Scott, so or Lee Snow, I think. Lee Scott, you know, there's an academy in Auburn that's that named is, after Lee Scott. That is exactly who <laughs> I'm speaking to I today. I won't take it personally. Don't no, worry. No, but fine. Lee Scott is pretty incredible. That's what I'm speaking today because that's our next thing is trying to find out how can we get the universities and more colleges out to support us. So spoke to Lee Scott today and. Um, Missy out there, who's the coach for most of the men's and the women's. You talk about okay. coaching both teams and speaking to Missy today from uh, Lee Scott and trying to connect with the universities next. And then we'll have our mascot night. Congratulations to our winners. All right. Um, so, yeah, just trying to get creative and find more ways. So uh, we're excited to get more out in the community. Girls Inc. was at our game last game. They had a great halftime performance. And again, you know, Girls Inc. wasn't with us this last year, and they're a great supporter this year. So that's another promotional thing we're trying to do with them um, before the next game. We'll be at Nukes. Again, Nukes is one of our partners and okay. promoters, and, and they're great in the community. They support the River Dragons, who again is our friends, family um, in the community, in the sports community in Columbus. Um, so we'll be out at Nukes next Wednesday. So for our fans to come and join us at Nukes, the players will be there signing autographs. Awesome. But then we also have Girls Inc. that will be there, and they do like a food drive for the community of Columbus. So anyone who comes out to Nukes next Wednesday will not only meet the Rapids players and the staff and all that fun stuff, we'll have the Girls Inc. there, and anytime if they just bring a canned good or any non-perishable item, 
they'll get a free ticket um, to our to our weekend games. So again, just partnering with great organizations like Girls Inc. makes um, makes this all worthwhile. This is why we do what we do, right? We're here to support the community. This is our job is to give back to the community. So little things like that um, helps us reach out to the community and get the community out there to support us. So come out next Wednesday. It'll be a good time. We'll all be out there. You can join us. Great meal at Nukes. Uh, great, a great opportunity again. Warren, I am just very impressed with the way that the Columbus Rapids men and women's team has really put themselves out in the community. And that's important to embrace everything that Columbus has to offer, mm -hmm. whether it's spending time with the team and, and enjoying activities. I know that, you know, as the weather heats up and, you know, mm -hmm. we have more outdoor activities where we have zip lining, you know, in downtown, the river walk yep. and just, just being out in the community. And, and we have local sponsors that help out and, and also, as the calendar turns to March, tomorrow, we have the weekend where the club teams like Concord, Concord, Concord Fire South and CYSE, I got tongue titled yeah. there a little bit, uh, they're going to start their season. And so you have all these soccer clubs that are going to be starting the spring season. And right. so, you know, it, it's very important to just you get that name out there because, you know, wearing rapids gear in public i mean that's that's a big way to to get the brand out there as well and so uh we do have some uh good opportunities yeah and again you talk about wearing the brand right we've got thread mob now yes thread mob you know they were our official um sponsor last year but this year they're our official official like merchandise sponsor supporter and they're in the civic center set up with a full setup, so we yes. don't just have us selling our gear, me showing up there and setting up something. This time we have Threadmob, who is top organization, merchandise uh, company that is setting up for every single game, so every single spectator can find what they want. We never run out. We have the best products, and Threadmob setting that up every single game, like I said, and it's Again, it's just the little things like that that makes us more professional and it helps the, the spectator, the fan, the true fan just get what they need and want when they come and watch a game. Like we provide a great game, right? We've got players coming in now, international players. We've got players traveling um, from all over to play on our team and we're winning. So the winning is there now. Um, we're competitive. Every single game we go into, we expect to win. It's not going to be a surprise if we win. It's an expectation now. Combine that with the professionalism of having thread mob and getting our name out there. Um, it just keeps adding to the foundation that's been created here at the Rapids. And um, so our goal is just to continue that uh, moving forward. Well, let's talk about some of those players. Let's start with the men's team. Uh, Brandon Cervantes is the leading goal scorer, but the leading points scorer, he's only played in two games, and he's made a huge impact, Juan Roteas. Wow. He got that game-winning overtime goal yeah. against Tampa. Uh, Warren, that game, because I called it up, up at the top of the Civic Center, it, it almost just gave me a heart attack. It was just going back and <laughs> forth on pins and needles. They're up 5-2, to two, and then Tampa takes the one-goal lead, and then Columbus ties it. Yeah. It goes to overtime. And then Juan Roteas ends it. Walk-off goal. Unbelievable. I I just I got chills. And that was 
just one of the best calls I've ever had uh, calling indoor soccer. But uh, Juan Roteas did this to us last year as a member of the Rome Gladiators. Right. He, he has got that quick strike capability, sends it in the back of the net, upper 90, and he's the angles that he takes when he makes his shots, like he doesn't need a whole lot of space. Right. He'll use the, the boards and score goals that way. Yeah, and then that's what separates players in this league. It's like outdoor league, you got a massive wind-up, you got space to use. One is just so – he knows exactly where he's going before he receives the ball. And that's what separates players in this league is, um, is knowing exactly what to do. And then his, his little half a second where he can pull his foot back and just create so much power is unbelievable. So he should be at least top three leading strikers this season – um, and again, just so technical. There's some players who can hit a ball hard, like Juan. Um, you got, obviously, you got our Rome players who know how to hit a ball. Corey can wind up with that left foot. And, um, but Juan is not just a striker. He can create opportunities. And his first touch is impeccable. Like when this ball's bouncing, it's a hard surface. Some players struggle, even though they're one of the top 10 in the league. They still struggle to get that ball under control, but for him, it's like it, the ball just sticks to his foot. He's just he's just that good, and I'm glad he's on on our side this year. You got a lot of durable players on the men's team, including Eric Sanchez. He's mm. played a lot of minutes, and then Brandon Cervantes, uh, Ethan Allure, Manny Chavez, and, and I know that the balance scoring comes, and you know the men having a great season, and they get ready to take on the Central Florida Crusaders this Saturday. But let's talk about the women because uh, Carly Banks has made a huge impact, not just as uh, the manager, as the coach, but also as a player. She was one of the best players in the NISL last year, along with Olivia Gerald and uh, Ashlyn Jones, Mm -hmm. leading goal scorer in the NISL last year. And I'll eventually get that right, the NISL. Mm -hmm. Uh, Callie O'Connor is leading the team in goals with five. At one game, she did have a hat trick. Uh, Carly, you know, had two assists in that game against Memphis. She gets her teammates involved. Olivia Taylor had two goals. Uh, Olivia Gerald has three goals on the season. I mean, you have the durability of a Megan Byers, a Brittany Conway. I mean, you got uh, Lauren Mitchell. It, it has Lauren Mitchell's been a very underrated defensive player. I mean, I know on the stat sheet she doesn't yeah. have goals or assists, but can we just acknowledge what Lauren Mitchell has done on defense? Yeah, yeah, she's very deceptive. But like, it doesn't look like she can get there, but she gets there. It doesn't look like she can take on players, but her speed is so, so deceptive, and no one gets by her. There isn't a single player that's got by her this season and scored a goal. Um, so without a doubt, she's solid back there. And I know last year with Rome, that was Lauren's forte, was how she would just go from the back and just make runs out the back. But I feel like this year she's been more defensive-minded she's definitely stuck to a different role this year her role this year is basically to stop them from scoring and that's that's what she's done so she's taken that role a little bit different this year um, more defensive-minded but it's worked um, without a doubt she's very mature as a soccer player and obviously it's her goal is to win a national title that's that's what she told me when we when we recruited her and she's gonna do whatever it takes um, even if it means changing her game a little bit for the team. So, without a doubt, she's been incredible back there. Warren, I definitely feel that we have the two teams that are capable of beating any team in the NISL when healthy. Yep. Uh, but 
the issue that comes when we are on the road, we're allowed to dress 12. Yeah. And it can be difficult to try to get players, especially with their busy schedules, right. to make those road trips. But it's having a fresh rotation of players. I mean, you pretty much know ahead of time who your players are going to be traveling on the road. But sometimes there might be some last-minute adjustments where they say, hey, I, I can't make it to this trip. But, I mean, how are you – making those adjustments to make sure that we're competitive on during these uh, road trips and that we're fielding at least 12 players. Yeah, if you look at our rosters, it, it changes when we go to away trips. Uh, one, it's just to keep our legs fresh. So our goal is to win the title. So we're all about winning individual battles. But for us, it's a long-term goal of how do we go and win the title at the end of the year. And for us and the coaching staff, it's where can we rest players when we need to. Um, it may not help with that result, but it will make certain that we get to a position where we're successful in the end and bring back a title. So we have on the boys' side or the men's side, should I say, we've, we're at 32 players and mm -hmm. we can use players when we need to. And that's what we did this weekend. This weekend we took five new players and you know it was the idea to get them used to our game. Um, a lot of them haven't played indoor yet, a lot of them haven't played with each other. So it's making certain that we're using these games as an opportunity for them to get to know each other and then make certain they put us in a position that we can get a championship at the end of the season. So um, you should see new players every now and then join our roster and that's just you know to make certain that someone is injured, we don't take them on the road. Like for me personally, I'd rather lose a game than hurt somebody's body or psychologically destroy them just so we yeah. can get a victory so for us the person's way more important than a victory um, for that one individual game but we'll make certain towards the end of the season we're in a perfect position to win championships for both the men and the women's side and Warren first of all I want to apologize to Sammy Valdivia uh, he scored the goal in in the game against Tampa his number was not on the roster it wasn't and I was <laughs> I was text. I was in a text frantic. I was like, yeah. "Who is number Who's 18? eighteen? I don't know. We and got I was like, <laughs> and I wanted to make sure to give him credit for, for that sure. goal. Uh, Sammy, I apologize. Uh, everybody knows that you scored that goal. I mean, if they know your face, they know you scored the goal. But I just gotta put a face with the name. Yeah, yeah. He's he's grown a little. He's the great thing about uh, one of our partners, Max Fitness. Again, uh, they're one of our great partners, and obviously our guys go to the gym, and we've got a great little gym workout. Um, and he grew a little and he's built and he's stacked and he's got some muscles now and so he changed his shirt size from a nice little small to a medium so <laughs> we kind of didn't have his number um, but we took care of that now so um, yeah that was that was fun it was awesome and uh, Carly Banks I mean just doing an amazing job as the head coach for the women's team which brings us to our final trivia question oh. of the night final trivia question i hope you all, all right, are ready here we go. what is carly banks's record as the coach of the columbus rapids oh. i know these questions get harder and harder every time <laughs> all right let's see yeah, it's been it's been fun watching her, man. And we still got so many games left. I probably got how many games would you expect? Maybe and sixteen games. Chris Dunlap comes in. Yeah, with wins. of oh, course. He's joining what us. you got? What you three got, Chris? Wins. Three. Two. Is it three? Uh -oh. Is it three or two? Uh -oh. 
Now, this requires oh, me to oh. know when she took over, which is... When did she I may take be over? Wrong. So, when is it? Let's see here. Uh, see if somebody else can comment. I don't think do, she was... Uh, do, do. Or is it one? Is it one? She... Or is it two? Or is it three? Or is it ten? Oh, good one. It's definitely not ten, because we haven't won ten <laughs> games yet. All right. The social media guy got the answer wrong, I guess, right? All right, Chris rechanged it to rechanged it. Chris changed it to two. Is that correct? correct. That is correct. correct. And you okay. are allowed to do that. If no one else is going to chime in, you yeah. are allowed to change hey, your he answer. Won fair and square. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. He Congratulations, Chris Dunlap. You won a prize. I think a, a, a gift card to uh, Ivy. Ivy Park. There you go. Sports and grill. Sports and grill. A fine establishment where we had World Cup watch parties. Are we going to have that again for the Women's World Cup? Oh, absolutely. And we, we, out, we already know who the United States are going to play in the group. Absolutely. You got <laughs> Vietnam, Portugal, and the Netherlands, who was Whoa. in the – they were in the championship people. last year. I think, that, we need to, I think we need to add a shirt to the Rapids merch store that just says, Wubsolutely. Wubsolutely. <laughs> well, Warren, you, that, that'll be your catchphrase. There will be something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we absolutely have to. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got to prepare something. That is fantastic. Um, uh, but it won't start until July. Uh, Australia, New Zealand will be the site. Uh, yeah. So Once we'll it gets here. Season, so we'll get all the local uh, players to come and watch. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll maybe we may have a season. That is something. Yeah. That is up. That's something to look like at. A, like a <laughs> tournament, maybe. Uh, you know, there may it, be another little no season happening comment. that we can look into. This is where the social media guy has to keep the GM from spilling the beans. <laughs> you know, there is no off season when it comes to indoor soccer. They they train uh, 365 days a year. So. That is correct. So, uh, uh, but no, we'll definitely set up something again. Um, we had Wild Wings. There's a Wild Wings cafe. They, they hosted a fantastic watch party. Apparently, they were sold out um, for their, I think they hosted three watch parties over there. So, we heard about the soccer community supporting them, and we got on board literally that next day. And we're like, we've got to get with you guys. They're it's doing it right. To. You just got it. Um, so, we'll have, yeah, we'll have a few locations again and, and, get our, and get our fan base out there. And, yeah, we, we don't want to stop supporting the Rapids. We want to do this year-round. Like you said, our players train 365 days of the year. They get some time off. Um, but I want something for our fans as well. We can go out to Atlanta United game, maybe as a fan group with the Rapids, and go support them. Speaking of which, Thiago Amada, the only MLS player to win a World Cup with Argentina, he scored two goals in the 90th oh. minute as the Atlanta United beat the San Jose Earthquakes 2-1. to one. Unbelievable. They were down one nothing. In the 90th yeah, minute, no, and then all of a sudden, do you think that Atlanta United might have fi- found their superstar to replace Joseph Martinez? Oh, I thought you were going to say, do you think Thiago was going to possibly play for the Rapids? Oh, and I was like, yeah. I, and I get where you're going. Yeah. And I can ask him. I, I, I don't think it's – I'm not going to say it's a no answer. Um, but, no, he is – again, you look at it, it's a Carly Banks. It's um, – it's a one Rojas kind of player. These are exceptional players, and they don't stop. That's, that's when you know you've got a good player, whether you're 3-2 up or 3-2 down or the last two minutes in a the game. There's no ending for these elite players, and, and he's one of those. There, there's no 
There's no giving up. There's no end to him, and he proved it. And I love the fact that they've added more minutes to games now. If you noticed, yeah. when they were playing, they were diving and getting carried off. Well, they're stopping the clock every little you know, delay. Yeah. Where you, now you're getting like nine minutes extra time. Absolutely. kind of like in the World Cup. Yeah, and that's where they started it. They were like, there, there was just too much game fanatics going on and trying to figure out how do you can beat this clock system. And so basically if they didn't do all their shenanigans, they may have even won that game. But because they delayed the clock and acted like they were injured, it caused them to lose. So this may change the game a little bit. It may cause people to not flop and drop and maybe be strong players like our indoor players, you know? Absolutely. I know this is not soccer-related, Warren, but do you know that a spring training game ended on the clock stopping? You know, because now in baseball, you, you have eight seconds if you're a batter. And if you don't get in the batter's oh, box, wow. it's an automatic strike. So the game just ended on no the, way. the clock just ended. So maybe that's from the Savannah Bananas. Or the Savannah yeah, they, ba- they want baseball games to be two yeah, hours long. So. The Savannah Bananas. Um, which I'm, I'm very disappointed the Savannah Bananas did not come to Columbus this year. That, uh, that is so true. That, that was really looking forward to that. <laughs> I heard it at Golden Park. It was, it was a huge success. It was packed house. Oh, absolutely. Last time they had that many fans at Golden Park, 1996 USA softball gold medal game against the uh, United States and China. See that again. Lee, stats, just out of nowhere. Well, you got to remember, I had Dave Plata on my show. So he's a Columbus historian. and so Sometimes had, I forget – my own assistant's name, Amelia, sometimes. So I don't know how you uh, do no. that. Sometimes he forgets my name. I forget Lee. Lee Scott. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to start calling you Lee Scott. Oh, yeah, we go. You absolutely. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Warren, I think we need to wrap up this show. We're, we're getting close to the where the, our producer, Lee, yep. says, uh, wrap you it know, up. he's got that wrap it up sign. Let's give it the signal again. He's got the signal. He went to Oscars, and they, the Oscars are coming up in a couple weeks. Oh. When they give those Oscar speeches, he's got the red flashing light in the background. So we got to wrap this up. I need up. y'all to have microphones, and then I can just start playing the clapping sound. Okay, okay. Dropping the volume oh, is that what you're slowly. Doing? No, oh. you need to get the Oscar theme music to, when they end their speeches. It, not microphones, by the way. Headphones. Headphones. Words yeah, are hard sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's been a long week. It's yeah. It's it really Tuesday. has. But um, yeah. So I would love to buy you dinner. I don't know if you're up for the. Uh, I am tacos. up for that. Uh, but I do want to let everybody know um, the next show we have. I I will not be on. Uh, we're gonna have a special guest host. It's gonna be Eddie from uh, Tackle Twenty Two. So you and Eddie are gonna be. Uh, Talking Rapids, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I'll try to get it online, but I'll be doing my military training at Fort Stewart for two oh, weeks. Oh, very cool. Uh, but I will be back the next time. Hey, yo, Eddie, I hope you're open. <laughs> I hope Eddie's up to the Eddie challenge. Eddie doesn't know this yet, but... <laughs> nah, he'll, he'll, he'll do good. He'll do yeah, good. And I think be, he'll be great. That'll be on the 14th. On the 14th of March. 14th of March. You'll get to see Eddie Anderson and Warren just talk soccer and whatever guests you have and on. Fishing. And fishing. And fishing, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm an avid fisherman. I feel like that could avid be avid liar. But it's looking <laughs> like because we we talked about I'm not a fish or t- not catch anything. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. I know how to sit out there. And throw yeah, stuff I in can the water. sit out there all day. So we talked about doing this show uh, twice, uh, once once every two weeks. Yeah. And so I, I won't be back on until March the 28th. So, uh, but we'll have plenty of soccer time to talk. For Warren, sure. it, it's been great. 
Uh, good luck uh, this weekend against Central Florida, the men and the women's team. Uh, yeah. We'll have watch parties around here. Um, I'll be watching it from my military train. i got to go to this week. And then we'll be back at the Columbus Civic Center for three games, two against the Memphis Americans and one against, I believe, the Fayetteville Fury, yeah, that Sunday game. Yeah, and w yeah. talk about the watch parties. So Ivy Park will be our one watch party location, and then we'll have Wild Wing Cafe is our other watch party location. So no, right. if you're out there, um, support them, support these guys. Come have fun with our Rapids fans. And Absolutely. Come watch us take out our competition. All right. Well, that's it. That's our show. We'd like to thank our producer, Lee Snow, behind the scenes, just making sure that this show can get aired. And we thank general manager of the Columbus Rapids, Warren Funivestasian. I am Richard Holdridge saying so long from Ivy Park. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your night, and we will see you on the 14th. Cheers. Night, everybody.